worship you, Almighty God. Oh, there is none like you. I worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I want to do. God, you are the unchanging, the unfailing Father, O oh God. And Father, we've lifted up our hands to you, Lord. We've lifted up our voices to you tonight, O oh God, to give you all the praise and the honor that you deserve, O oh God. Father, we in ourselves, we're not worthy, O oh God, but we thank you, Lord, for a blow the Lord that has made a way for us, O oh God. The Father, we can approach you and worship, O oh Lord God, and we can adore you, O oh Father, Lord. That, Lord, our worship can be acceptable before you, O oh Lord God. Because you were looking at us, Lord, through the blood of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, we thank you for it tonight, O oh God. Father, we thank you for your presence here, O oh God, Lord. Father, we're looking to you tonight, O oh God. The Father, you will speak to us, O oh God. Father, you never come to a meeting, O oh Lord God, just to come to be a spectator, O oh God, Lord. But, Father, you come to be personal, Lord God. You come, O oh Father, to deal with hearts, O oh God. You come, O oh Heavenly Father, Lord, to entangle the confusions, O oh God, Lord. You come, O oh Lord, to break chains, O oh Lord God. You come, O oh God, to set free, O oh Lord God. Father, tonight we expect, O oh Lord, to see your Father, Lord God, you, O oh Lord, move in a greater way than ever before, O oh God. We just want to yield all our members to you tonight, O oh God. Father, we want to bind in a spirit of distraction here tonight, O oh God. Lord, we just want to yield all to you, O God, Lord. We just want to focus in, Lord, with you, O Lord. And we just want to ask you to move, O Lord God. That you move on the speaker, you move on the hero, O God, Lord. I just pray, Father, Lord, move me aside, O Lord. Let me just be a vessel tonight, O God. You can speak through, O Lord. You can discern the thoughts and intents of your children, Lord. 
You know the battles of God. You know the struggles of God. Lord, you know how to solve them. We just pray, oh Lord God, that you, the Almighty One, will step on the scene tonight, oh God, Lord, and you will break the bread of life to us, oh God, Lord, and bring it as a revelation to our hearts, Lord God, a reality, oh Lord, that we've never had before, oh God. Father, we're just expecting you, oh Lord, to have your way tonight, oh God. We just thank you, Lord God, and we give the service to you tonight, O Lord. And we just ask you to take it and you glorify your name and it, O Lord. For we ask it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother Jeff, God bless you. Thank you and the musicians. Amen. Amen. We greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And sure glad to be here tonight and, and to take the service. Amen. Uh, we had been away for a little while, but um, it's sure good to be back, and uh, we, we, we sure enjoyed the service this morning, amen. Uh, it was a blessing, brother Ed, God bless you, amen. We, as I say, we thank the Lord for a pastor, amen, a pastor that stays with the word, that, that keep the sheep in the word, and, and, and not to let them go in error, and, and, you know, direct them on the right path, and we thank the Lord for it. We thank the Lord for the word that was brought this morning, amen, and uh, we sure enjoyed the word on Friday as well, Brother John, amen, God bless you. That was a piece of the master, amen, and I believe every young person can testify, and all those that were streaming as well can testify to God, really, came by your way on Friday, amen, amen, and um, uh, we, I think we did bring greetings uh, the last time we gave the little report, but uh, as the church is together, we do bring greetings from, from Ireland, and the saints there from the pastor there, Brother Andrew Murray, uh, he do send his greetings to you all. And uh, my family as well, my parents do send your greetings as well. Um, I really appreciate you all. Lord willing, uh, we'll be able to see them here this year. If the Lord will, will, will work it all out, they'll be here to visit us this year. So uh, they do send your greetings. And my siblings as well do send your greetings. So we, we, we really uh, appreciate you all. Amen. And they, they very proud of each and every one of you how you take care of me and so I said well whenever I come back I don't look like I'm I'm growing slim so they happy about that so then order some people that are feeding me here and so uh, my parents say God bless you all richly amen amen that's wonderful amen we sure thank you all and love you man let's take a bible's this evening amen we just want to take a little scripture tonight now um <laughs> Many of you kind of know me to be um, a short-winded preacher, amen. And I think my stature does tell that I'm a short-winded preacher. And uh, we'll try to be short-winded tonight, but we want the Spirit of the Lord to have us well, amen. And, and, and you know, we, we just want God to have us liberty. I, I will definitely try not, not to go too long. We have a, a few tons here, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll try to let the Lord lead, amen. But... Let's just, just, let's just, you know, forget about time for a moment, amen, and let, let, let's just give God the, the freedom, amen, to speak to us, amen, tonight, amen. Are you with me tonight? Amen, amen, amen. So let's take a Bible, amen, let's go to the book of Acts this evening, amen, Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, from verse 15 to verse 21, Acts chapter 2, verse 15 to 21. Amen. 
For these are not drunken as ye suppose. See, it, be, it is both the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor and smoke. The sun shall be, shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. May the Lord add his blessing to read and know the word he may have you say it. Amen. Amen. I want to speak tonight on we shall see the miraculous. Amen. We shall see the miraculous. Amen. Amen. It was at the beginning of this year, amen, and I know you'd ask Brother John if he'll sing the song for us. God bless you for singing that, amen. Thank you. And, and it was the beginning of this year, and uh, 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 the, these words started coming to me, amen. Uh, we will see miracles. It just kept coming to me, and uh, over and over again, day after day, it'll keep coming back to me. We will see miracles. And... And I, I, I took it as something personal that the Lord was maybe dealing with me. And I said, well, I believe that. Amen, Lord. And we will see miracles. And honestly, tonight we would have went in another direction. But it was only last week. Um, last week, as Brother Doug was, was speaking in the evening service. As I was sitting over there and, 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 and the Lord was, was just moving in the service. And, and the Lord said to me, as I, it brought it back to me to say, you know, we will see miracles. Uh, and he made it very personal and made it clear to me that this is not something that I have just given to you as a personal ten book, but this is something for the church, that we will see miracles, amen. Now, I believe that God still speaks in this age, amen, and, and I believe that God has got a purpose uh, for each and every one of us as we had on Wednesday, Brother Andrew was bringing about his objectives. Amen. God bless you for that. I believe that God has got a purpose for us. Amen. He's got a purpose for his bride. Amen. I don't believe, like Brad said this morning, that we're supposed to be the punch bag of the enemy. Amen. There are punches that will come away, but, but I believe that, that we got the, 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 the stronger uh, strength in this to be able to push the enemy back. Amen. And, and I believe it's the season for us to rise up and, uh, uh, and claim what God has given to us. Amen. You know, sometimes, many times we say that we, we, we waiting on the Lord, but you know, maybe the Lord is waiting on us, amen. The Lord is waiting on someone to speak, someone to actually stand on the word of God and with boldness and, and, and have no fear. You know, if you go all the way back in, 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 in the book of Acts, you know, the, the, when they came out of the upper room, they had no fear. 
They, they weren't scared to obey anything. They, they weren't scared to obey being persecuted or being hurt. They, it didn't matter anymore. They had seen Jesus. They, he had come on the inside of them. At this point, they just spoke boldly. Amen. And, and that's why the persecution, and they, they sent them away. And, and you know, the scripture was said that they, they, they received the Holy Ghost, but in Acts chapter 4, they go back in and say, fill us with the Holy Ghost because we want more boldness. Now, you know, they had showed a lot of boldness even before then, but they go in to say, we want more boldness. You know, they, they had no fear. The word was given to them. They knew that Jesus was with them. And even if they had a die for it, they were going to stand on the word. Amen. They, they were not going to compromise. They were not going to turn back in any way. And, and I believe that we're living in an age where I believe we, we need to have to start to have that kind of attitude. Amen. To say, you know, I am not backing up. This is my promise. This is my word. Amen. God is looking for someone that will hold the word and stay there. Amen. And, and not to move from it and, and, and let the circumstance pushes the rainbow, but to stay there to say, this is my promise. This is what God has given to me. I am standing on it. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take. I am going to believe it. And I believe that God will fulfill this word. Amen. I believe it's time to move into action. Amen. Um, uh, but, but amen. This is not, amen. Uh, we're just kind of sharing some few things, but Amen. But we shall see the miraculous. Amen. Now, you know, this does not mean that we've, we've not seen the miraculous in times past. Amen. This does not mean that we are not seeing the miraculous. Amen. Uh, we've seen the miraculous. Amen. We, we, can, we can hear of the miraculous on the tapes. Amen. We, we've had testimonies in this church. We've seen the miraculous. Amen. And I believe that the miraculous is still happening. Amen. It's still happening even in this moment while we're sitting here. The miraculous is happening. Amen. Uh, but, but you see, that sometimes what the enemy will try to do is he'll try to put a scarecrow. He wouldn't be deceiving. The enemy will try to put a scarecrow around the thought of the miraculous. He will try to put a scarecrow around the thought of the miraculous. For it being something that is, is a Pentecostal, you know, denominational experience or idea. And you try to put a scarecrow around it and say, don't you get too close around the miraculous because then you are becoming the type of the believers that are just focused on the gifts. Are you with me? You try to put a scarecrow around it to say, you know, don't get, don't get too involved in it. Don't let it be. It's an emotional thing. You know, it's just, you know, what is Satan trying to do? He's trying to get the believer to get to say what Brother Branham will say back then, the days of miracles are past. Satan is trying to get us to a place where we're so far away from the miraculous that now it becomes something that is just pushed off. Say the, the miraculous, well, you know, this situation, we, we, we're not really looking, we, we hope for the miraculous. You know, and certain situation will come and we say, you know, in this situation, it's, it's going to take a miracle. And we just say it that way, it's going to take a miracle. But God is not wanting you to say it's going to take a miracle. He's wanting you to believe for a miracle. That is what will bring him on the scene to perform the miraculous. Amen. I believe it's time to start to tear down some of these scarecrows around the message. Amen. Where there are certain things we don't want to mention because, you know, these things are too, you know, they kind of, you get getting too emotional about it. This, this is part of the message. Amen. This is part of the message. Amen. Now, we don't want to go off on fanaticism and come here every day and be talking about miracles. 
Amen. This is not the point. Come here and the message, the focus of the message is not just the miracles. Amen. That's not the focus of the message. Amen. We don't want to take every service and, and just be, be punching on miracles and all, all that. And I, I believe we were going down that direction. Uh, that's not right. Amen. But, but I believe that there is a place. Amen. There is a place for the believer to believe and expect the miraculous. Amen. I believe there is a place for it. Amen. And it's time to tear down some of these scarecrows. We received a prophet and a sage that believed in the miraculous. Amen. He believed in the miraculous. He preached many sermons. He preached paradox many times in the message. And he was talking about what? A miracle. Amen. He preached a sermon called the Jehovah of Miracles. Amen. And in the, in the message, the junction of time, he'll talk about the miraculous many a times. Amen. So I believe, church, if the prophet believed in miracles, then we also can believe in miracles. We shouldn't be afraid. God is wanting to do the miraculous. Amen. And I believe that we're living in the season where we shall see the miraculous. Amen. Now, some time ago, we took a service and we spoke on the God of, of miracles. Amen. Now, let me say this just, just to bring something in. A miracle, you know, a miracle many times we look, you know, and we see something and we say, that's a miracle. Indeed it is. But, but you see, the, the healing or, or whatever we see is the result of the miracle. The miracle happens when we believe. That is when the miracle happens. When we have a faith that there is no doubt about it. When we believe and we're standing on the word, that is when the miracle happens. Right. Brother Branham will speak about Noah and he said the miracle of Noah is that he believed the message that he received. Amen. Amen. In the midst of a scientific age, he believed that there was rain coming from heaven. That was the miracle. Now, it took 120 years to see the manifestation of it. But the moment that Noah believed, the miracle was already set in motion. Amen. The miracle is to believe without any shadow of doubt. Amen. Now, when you believe it, it can happen in that moment or it can happen later on. But the fact that you've believed, you are living in a stage of a miracle. Amen. You have no doubt. You start to testify about it. Brother Branham will talk about John Ryan. Amen. Now, he, he had the word in that moment. He couldn't see. But the moment he believed and it became a revelation to him that I am going to see again. And his miracle was in that moment. Now, when it was going to happen was up to God. But the miracle had happened that a blind man was believing that he could see and was saying that I can see while he couldn't see. That was a paradox. That was a miracle. Amen. That is what the miracle is. And that's where God is wanting to bring us to, to a place to believe and take him at his word. And we shall see the miraculous. Amen. And we shall see the miraculous, amen. Now in the scripture we read, amen, this, this evening about Peter, amen. Now, now Peter, amen, as they've come out of the day of Pentecost and, and, and he started to say and started to declare or, 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 or to refer to a prophecy that the prophet Joel has spoken, amen. Now the prophet Joel had declared what God had in his, in his mind concerning a certain dispensation or a certain junction in time, amen. He, he was declaring and he was saying as the day of Pentecost had come he said that these are the words you know these are the words that were spoken by Joel amen now when Joel was speaking these words if you read it carefully he uses the word shall 
Now, he uses the word shall very much, you know, as we read it, you know, uh, he said, and it shall come to pass, and, and you know, that the, the Spirit of the Lord shall fall upon the people. And then he used the word shall over and over and over again. Amen. Over and over again, he used the word shall. Now, we know that the word shall, number the dog came last week and even, you know, clarified it in his work that he's those that the word shall enforces something to be done and proven. Amen. The word shall enforces something to be done and proven. Amen. So now Joel was given a prophecy and he was saying, these things shall come to pass. In other words, these things shall be done and they shall be proven. Amen. And now Peter on the day of Pentecost now stood and said, now here we are, the what, you know, Joel had said, the prophet had said, now here we are seeing it being made manifested. Amen. What he said that it shall, it is now become a reality. Amen. And he said, this is that. Amen. This is what he said. It is now been made manifest. Amen. And in this last dispensation that we are living in, or this last junction of time. Amen. And we have also received prophecies. Amen. We have also received promises. Amen. That we believe that they are now in manifestation and shall be in manifestation in a greater way. Amen. There are prophecies that are lying in the message that we believe they are coming to be manifested in a greater way. And it shall happen through this bride. Amen. It shall happen through young people. Amen. It shall happen through parents. Amen. It shall happen through preachers. Amen. They are lying there. They are being made manifest. But God is one who manifested in a greater way. Amen. To prove that the human important God is still the God of the miraculous. Amen. So these things that are laying there, the promises in the Bible and, and what has been spoken concerning this bride, it shall come to pass. Amen. I believe that we ought not to be discouraged. Amen. Concerning the situation that we are in or that are around us. Amen. The situation that we may have in our home. Amen. The situation that we may have in our families. Amen. The, the, the different battles that we may fight. Amen. And the different darkness that we may be in. in let me say this. Let us not be discouraged. Amen. Let us not be discouraged. Already this year let me say that Satan has made a lot of moves. Satan has made a lot of moves just in these few days as this year has begun. But let me say this to you. He doesn't have the last move. Amen. He doesn't have the last word. Amen. God has got the last word. Amen. God has got the last move. Amen. And you are the last move of God in this age. Amen. He doesn't have the last word to say. If there's anyone that is going to laugh at the end of this all, it's going to be you and me. We are going to be the last one to laugh. Amen. We are going to be the last ones to rejoice. Amen. He may tie us in for a minute or for a moment, but let me say this. God is working something greater than what Satan already thinks is God. Amen. God is working to show his bride a greater miracle than she's ever seen before. Amen. You may listen to those tapes and say, there is no way that we, we could ever reach to this. Let me say this. The God that we're serving is bigger than what has already happened. God does not go back. Amen. And what God has done on those tapes, he's not only going to do it again, but he's going to do it in a greater way than he's ever done it before. Amen. Because our God is not going back. Our God is moving forward. Our God is saying charge. Our God is one who prove himself in a greater way than ever before. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. 
So don't let the situation discourage you because I believe that we are living in a season where we shall see the miraculous, amen. We shall see giants fall, amen. We shall tread upon the heads of scorpions, amen. We shall possess the gates of the enemy. Why? Because the word says so. Not because the preacher says so, but because the word says so. Not because that we are a great people, but because we've got a great God on the inside of us. We've got a great God on on our side, amen. He's the one that is performing the miraculous. What we have to do is to believe him and take him at his word. And he will bring his word to pass. Oh, hallelujah. The miraculous is the manifestation of the omnipotent God on the inside of you. It is the manifestation of the omnipotent God on the inside of you. That is what the miraculous is. Amen. And we are living in the dispensation or in a time where God is one to manifest himself. In Christ is the mystery of God revealed to him. This is the season where he wants to have the preeminence. The omnipotent God wants to have the preeminence in his people. Just to lay dormant. Just to be quiet, just to watch you suffer. Is that the reason why he wants the preeminence in you? He wants the preeminence in you because he wants to prove that he's still the miraculous. Amen. That there is nothing too hard for the Lord. Amen. Friends, we've let situation get us to a place. It's become hard to believe that God can change it. You with me? It's hard to believe that God can actually change it. Because over and over again, we find ourselves somehow defeated. You with me? I'm not just speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself too. Because over and over again, we find ourselves somewhere defeated. So now it's become so hard to believe that this great God can actually move in this situation and do something different than what we've seen happen in the past. Amen. But our church, God is wanting to move us to a higher ground. Amen. Let me say this, the miraculous is not just signs and wonders. Satan can impersonate them. We read the scripture this morning, he can impersonate the signs and wonders. But the miraculous is God, the life of God on the inside of you. Producing what Jesus did when he walked on earth. That is what the miraculous is. It's a life on the inside of you. It's Jesus Christ made flesh again in you we've heard about Christ being Christ how's that message I just quoted it Christ is the mystery of God revealed <laughs> we've heard of Christ is the mystery of God revealed now I believe we're living in a season where God is saying the bride is to become the mystery of Christ revealed because all that he was he poured into Christ and all the Christ was he poured into the church. And we are the church. Amen. Amen. 
Because it is that life that will thunder against the kingdom of Satan. Amen. It is the life that will defeat Satan. It is the word. And when the word comes in you, it becomes a life. And that is the life that will defeat the works of Satan. Amen. Now you say, is it going to be a great move? Is it going to be a big move? Yes, it's going to be a big move in you. It's going to be a big move in your home. It's going to be a big move in your family. Are you with me? It is not going to be a big public show, but it's going to be a great move in you. For you will know that the woman who put in God has taken control of my life and is manifesting his life through me. Amen. Now, Brother Branham was saying the junction of time, he said, and always it takes the miraculous to speak of omnipotence. Omnipotence is all powerful, and it, it, it takes the miraculous to vindicate the omnipotence. And only the miraculous can do that. So, what vindicates the omnipotent is the miraculous, it is the life that vindicates. The omnipotent on the inside of you. Amen. Brother Brown continues to say, and he said, and we, it comes, he said, faith comes by hearing. Now he said, no, sorry, he says, teaching of the word is very fine. And he said, faith comes by hearing of the word. But he said, but it takes the miraculous to vindicate that the omnipotent God still lives and reigns. We must have the miraculous. Now, Brother Branham is not doing away with teaching. Teaching is important. You can't have the miraculous without a stable teaching. Are you with me? You, you can't have it without a stable teaching. If we don't have a solid teaching on the foundation of the word of God, we'll be going on on fanaticism. The teaching is very important. Brother Branham will say, I think in the adoption series, that teaching is what stabilizes the people. That's what set them on a solid ground for now God to move in and perform the miraculous. Because now they have been moved by a revelation because they've been taught right. So Brother Branham is not doing away with teaching. Teaching is very important. Amen. It's one of the important, I believe, in the fivefold ministry because without teaching, everything else is going to crumble. You need the teaching. Amen. The preacher comes and wins the soul, you know, bring the people to a place where they accept the Lord and all that. But without the teaching, the people will just fade back into sin again. You with me? So he's not doing away with teaching. And he said, and I believe that the church is now standing on the threshold of the greatest vindication of omnipotence that the world has ever seen. The church is standing on the threshold of the greatest vindication of omnipotence that the world has ever seen. Amen. I believe that we've come to a place that we have to be under expectation. Amen. We have to be expecting to see God move in our midst. See God move in our lives in a greater way than ever before. Amen. This is not a season to be discouraged. Amen. This is the season to be expecting to see God do the miraculous. Amen. It doesn't matter what age you are at. I always say this. This is the season to expect to see God do the miraculous. Amen. Because at the opening of the seals, there were some, some things that were declared, amen. It was declared that there is coming a bride that would do a greater work. 
Amen. There is coming a bride that will do a greater work. Brother Branham in somewhere 1963, he will say that, that, that look at the... the there will be a greater move or there will be a greater fulfillment of the third pool when you see things started to tighten up. You see, you see the third pool move in a greater way when you see things are starting to tighten up. Somewhere else, Brother Branham will say that, you know, when he was up there concerning the seals, he said there was something spoken especially concerning the young people. Are you with me? Is that there was something spoken especially concerning the young people. Amen. Now, Brother Brandon maybe didn't expand so much on that, but I can say without any shadow of doubt, somewhere in there, the baptism of the Holy Ghost was there. Amen. Somewhere in there, the baptism of the Holy Ghost was in there. Whatever was concerning the young people. There is a bride that has been called to do the greater works. Amen. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be some great big ten for the world to go on, on the screen and the news. It's just a secret. Amen. He said, as it happened in that little room, that tent vision, it is a secret. It's something personal. But it will be God moving in a greater way than ever before in you and me. Amen. That is what it will be. Amen. I believe we ought to be under expectation to say, God, pour right your spirit upon us. Pour right your spirit upon us. Amen. It's, all, it's time to clear the channel and say, God, pour right your spirit upon us. Let me be a vessel for you. Amen. You know, all these years, I have maybe mind my own business and done this, and, but, but I want to empty everything. Then take me. Use me. Let me be the channel for whatever purpose, whatever the objective you have for my life. Let me bring it to pass. I don't just want to be an idle vessel in the church. Let me be an active expression of, of the power of God on the inside of me. Let me be the expression of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let the Lord fill us again, church. Amen. Let him fill us again. Amen. Let me say this, Brother Branham said, all hell has been torn loose. But let me say, all heaven also has been torn loose. Amen. The battle is a rage, but if all hell is torn loose and all heaven is torn loose, let's go back in the beginning and see what happened when, when, when there was a battle in heaven. Who won the battle? Who was cast out? Amen. It was Satan, Lucifer, and his angels were cast out. Amen. And let me say this, if the battle has come back down on earth here, I believe that without any shadow of doubt, it is the enemy that is going to be cast out. Amen. Because the same God that was there at the beginning is the same God that is here, amen. The same battle that you're facing with the enemy, it is the same God that is on the inside of you to defeat the enemy that you are facing in your life. Amen. It is the same God, whatever the situation is in the home, it is the same God. The enemy is not greater. He is just making his boast and we know that. We know that he's a bluff and he boasts, but he's got no power. In the revelation, on the opening of the first seal, here he is on a white horse. And he's riding away. And Brother Brenham said, but look at him. He hasn't got any bow. He hasn't got any arrow, sorry. But he's riding away and he's riding away. Without any power. 
the keys to his own house have been taken away from him. He said, how I have the keys of hell, dead and the grave. They've been stripped away from him. He hasn't got even the keys to his own house. We are fighting a defeated enemy, church. But we've allowed his scarecrow to push us back. Why has he put so much scarecrow around miracles and things like that? Because he knows when the church casts the true revelation of who she is and what she is and what she can do, that she can do the greater works. Amen. Instead of resist that antichrist spirit that is trying to put some limitation on the, on the, on the message here and put a limitation on the message over here. And, and you know, we, we just take this part of the message, but we don't take this part of the message. Where is that at in the message? When did Brother Branham ever say, take this part and live this part? Let's take it all. And let's claim what God has given us. Amen. Brother Branham will say in expectation, he says, so tonight, be watching and expecting to rise off your courts and stretchers and wheelchair. Wherever you are, be expecting to feel the unction of the Son of God when he moves into, when he moves into you to give you new faith and life to spring to your feet. It is that, and it said, it's me, I'm waiting, Lord. The first, the first time you touch my heart, I'm out of this chair, I am coming. The first time you touch my body, out of here, I am going. See, be watching, expecting something to happen. How many is going to do that tonight? Are we here expecting to save? Tonight be watching and expecting to rise out of the courts. I don't know what kind of courts you're sitting here. Maybe we don't have a physical court here. But some of us may be lying in some courts where we haven't risen up for years. Some of us have been lying on some stretches that we haven't raised up from it for years. But he's saying as you see in the spirit of the Lord move in the building tonight. Get off your stretcher. Get out of your courts. Are you with me this evening? Is it a Is it a stretcher of, of, of troubles in your mind? Is it a court of bondage? Is it a court of sickness? It's saying when the spirit is moving, get out of it. Rise up out of it. Come out of it. Amen. Be expectant. You are serving a living God. You are serving a resurrected Savior. We've let him lay down under the back of our boat for too long. It is time to awake him. You've been trying to solve the storm of your life. Trying to solve the storm in your family. It's time to awake Jesus on the sand. Give him the range of your life. And you watch him do the miraculous. You see the spirit moving tonight. It's a sickness. It's a mind battle. Is it the Holy Ghost? When you see the spirit moving tonight, get out of your stretcher. Get out of your court. You with me this evening? Get out of us. 
which I believe God is fixing to do some extreme things. Amen. Amen. Are we ready for it? Are we here expecting tonight? And I'm not just saying the service, church. I'm not saying the service this evening. But we ought to leave under expectation. Not just from this service, but service after service. To leave under expectation. Come out of it. What are we expecting? What are you expecting tonight? Just to come to church? Sing some songs? Hear the preacher? Say amen to the word and go back home? What are we expecting tonight? And do we believe that God can do it? It's a challenge to us all. It's a challenge to me too. What are we expecting? But Abraham taught us, you get what you expect. You get what you expect. What are you expecting? And do you believe that God can do it? Do you believe that you can walk out of this place and say, I got what I expected. And I'm going to come back the next service. With another expectation. You with me? Church, it's time to stop. I don't even know how to say it. But just making this thing just a formality. Or some kind of like, you know, we just do this. We just do this. We just come and it's church and it's noise. And, and we sit and we go home. We, we just do this. And God is coming every service, being, who, who, who's wanting me? Who's looking for me for deliverance? Who want me? Who want me for healing? Here I am. Who's looking for me? And we just sit in there and we're thinking about tomorrow. We're going to work and, and we're thinking about, oh, we, we got this to figure out at home. And, well, the preacher is taking too long. And, and we just sit in there mind our own business. And God is searching. And God is searching. Say, who? Who, who wants me? Who's looking for me? God is saying, oh, I want to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Who wants it? I am here. He's looking. He's saying, who wants it? But we get so distracted. And it's become a form. It's just another church service. Oh, my. What are we expecting? Hallelujah. The Lord is here. George, I, oh, I don't know you, but the presence of the Lord is here. I believe it's time to make a declaration to the enemy. Hey, Amen. Start to declare to the enemy what you are expecting. Amen. Start to make some declaration to the enemy that this is what I am expecting. I am expecting God to have a greater preeminence in my life than ever before. This is what I came to church for. I came to give him my heart. I came to give him the last acre of my heart. 
There were some last acres in our heart that the enemy kept trembling on over and over again. I said, oh, come on, I'm coming to give him that last acre. For him to have a greater preeminence, that's what I'm, I'm expecting. I'm expecting to be delivered from, from this change that I've been bound with for years. I'm expecting to be set free. Are you with me? I am expecting, I am expecting God to, to set me free, to break my chains. I am tired of going around the cycle. I am tired of going around over and over again. Let me say this to you. A roundabout or you will say a traffic circle was not made for you to go around about it. A traffic circle was made for you to come out of it. Are you with me? It wasn't made for you to keep roaming around. The people are thinking, are you crazy? What are you doing around the circle and going around them? Take your exit. You know where you are going. Take your exit. You've been going around of of the depression or whatever you've been going around with. Take your exit. Take your exit. What are you expecting? Are you expecting the church to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost? Are you expecting the church to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost? A church where God can endorse it and say, that is my church. That is what I died for. That is what I am looking for. A church where God can look at someone walking down the street and said, you need help? Walk on down to Antimessa Tabernacle. I've got some people over there. I've got some people over there who was taking me on my word. A church that is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. That a sinner will walk in and walk out a saint. That's the church that we're looking for. That's the church that God wants. Not a church that a sinner walks in and walks back out a sinner. But a church that a sinner can walk in and that are singing all the songs and demons are fleeing from him. Are you with me? That's the church that he's looking for. But we are the church. It's not going to take someone else to do it. It is going to take you and me to do it because we are the church. It takes us to empty out so he can fill us and produce the kind of church. What are we expecting? We are expecting to see cancers dissolved. It's part of the message. Listen, Brother Brenham has gone off the scene, but the angel is not left. It wasn't Brother Brenham that made the promise. The angel made the promise. Are you with me? It's the angel that said, if you get the people to believe you, not even cancer. It wasn't Brother Brenham that they were believing. It was the Christ in him. And now Brother Brenham introduced us to that Christ. We are expecting to see cancers dissolved. We are expecting to see the root heart completely healed. 
clear out the doubt. Take away the fear. God will do it. Has he not proven it before? There is Sister Lucy. There is Sister Terry. There is Brother Ed. Church. He has allowed it. What are we going to do? Satan could not touch Sister Ruth without God's permission. And before God gave Satan permission, he was going to make sure that his church was ready to perform the miraculous. Are you with me? We are expecting to see Brother Glenn healed. We are expecting it. We are expecting to see Brother Frank completely restored. Now the enemy will come and whisper into you and say, but they are old. It's time for them to go home. You don't need to pray so earnestly for them. They are old. Maybe it's just your time to go home and, and God is just taking them home with his chariot. It's fine. Why do they have to go home sick? Why do they have to go home sick? Why can't they just go home just peaceful? But the animals say, you know what? They, they are past the qualification for healing. Because they are too old. Church... God is not a respectable person. God is not a respectable age. If you've got faith to believe, he'll perform his word. Amen. We are expecting to see Brother Ron Spencer healed. We are expecting it. We are expecting it. Listen, we may look at the doctor's report, and he's got many reports. That's what he sees. That's what is on the record. It's on the, it's on the paper. But what is on this paper? What is on this paper? We've been reading the doctor's report, but what about this report? What is on this paper? What are we expecting? What are we expecting? We are expecting to see prodigals come back. We are expecting it. We are expecting to see lives changed. We are expecting it. We are expecting that is the real miracle. We are expecting to see those that are bound and chains to be set loose. We are expecting to see the lukewarm to be set on fire for God. We are expecting it. Oh, hallelujah. expecting for those that are struggling with depression to be free we are expecting those that are struggling with anxiety to be free we are expecting those that are struggling with fear to be free we are expecting those that are struggling with loss to be free 
we get what we expect. And we shall see the miraculous. Not some imagination, but we shall see it. To see, Brother Branham would say, is to understand. Or in other words, to have a revelation. That is what it means to see. I see this. I see it because I understand it. I have a revelation of it. That is what to see. And that's what we want to see. To see is to look into his word and say, this is his word. I believe it that he'll perform it. And to stand on it. That is what see is. And he will bring it to pass. And we're looking to see the miraculous. Well, we've believed his word. And now we're looking to see the miraculous is coming. The rain is coming. Noah believed is that the rain is coming. It doesn't matter. It's been 50 years. It is coming. It, this is a miracle. It is coming. It doesn't matter. I believed it. Amen. Amen. Let's turn our eyes away from the circumstances. Because the circumstance will bring doubt. The circumstance will bring fear. But let's turn our eyes. Brother John put it so well on Friday. Let's turn our eyes and let's look at the promised word of God. Because that will bring faith. That will bring faith. And when that faith anchors, we can testify. We ain't afraid to testify then. We say, God is doing it. God is working it. Even though we can't see it, he's still working. Amen. Now we can start a testify. Why? Because I saw it in the word. That's what Mary did. She saw it in the word. She had the word. The word comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by, by the word. And she heard it and she believed it. And she started to meditate upon it. And she started to see herself from the scripture. And it said, this is me. She started to see herself in it. And God vindicated to her. And she became the manifested expression of that word. And that same God is here tonight. He hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he wants to do the same then. Perform the miraculous again. If only we can expect in the same way, amen. It was on the day of Pentecost, amen. And there was a group of people that gathered together. Now these people gathered together because they had a promise. They were told that you are going to be endued with power. Now in church, do we not have a promise? Do we not have a promise? Amen. And we've also gathered because we have a promise. That our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That our God heals. That our God delivers. We have a promise. That our God sets free. And so we've got it because we have a promise. And they got it because they had a promise. And Brother Ed dramatized it so well. And they, they got all the business out of the way. And the fish and ten. And oh yes. And oh you know I called. It was Brother Andrew. Okay fantastic. Sorry. 
We, we got the fish and tens figured out. And mine, I caught 20 fish last night. My goodness, I tell you, brother. And they got us speaking about all these things and, and about the business. But there came a moment and maybe John stood up. And I said, but wait, brethren. Why are we here? Why are we gathered here? We're talking about fishes and we're talking about this and the other. But why are we here? What's the reason why we are gathered here? And Peter said, well, wait a minute, you're right. Why are we here? We have been given a promise that we would be endued with power. And the conversation started to change. And when the conversation started to change, the atmosphere started to change. Because they started to focus in. They started to zero in on the promise. On the reason why we are here. Church is time to focus in and zero in on the promise. Of the reason why we are gathered. Are we gathered just because it's to make it feel like a church? It's time to focus in. Of the reason why we gathered here. Are you with me? Because then the atmosphere starts to change. The atmosphere starts to change. When we all start to focus on the reason. And Brother Brandon will say. Where am I at? Sorry. Amen. And Brother Brandon will say. And that's the way we have to get in the seed form, all in one accord, one place. They was blessing God for the Holy Ghost, which had never come yet. Amen. When the atmosphere changed, when your talk changed, when your discussion changed, they started to bless God for something that has not come yet. Are you with me? And we've got it under a promise. Amen. Something did not come yet. But, but they believed that it was because God was going to keep his promise. And when they kept blessing God until that atmosphere got just right. Then there came a sign from heaven like a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. See, the atmosphere got right. The atmosphere got right. The mind became one accord on one thing. That's what we read the quote this, this morning, and we've spoken on it before. That when the people come so knit together in one accord, there won't be even one feeble person amidst us in the next five minutes, Brother Branham will say. They got into that channel where they had one vision, one focus.
They came to say, our eyes is going to be turned now onto the promise. And let me say this, church, it's time for our eyes to be turned on the promise. On the promise of a body change. On the promise of the Holy Ghost. Of a refilling of it. Of the promise of healing and deliverance. Whatever the promise that has been given to the church. It's time to zero in. Then the atmosphere starts to change. Have you ever been in a fellowship? Where's maybe two or three people? And you get together and you start to talk about work and different things. And, and then all of a sudden someone changes the subject. And then you all start to get into a certain channel. And you start to speak on the word. Have you ever noticed the change of the atmosphere? Now, that's maybe three or four people in a room. Now, what will happen if all of us got into that channel? Are you with me? Church, what are we expecting? Amen. We shall see the miraculous. It's time to change the atmosphere, church. But the Brandon will go on to say an expectation. He said, the word of God is a seed. He said, it's sowed in the human heart. And if there's nothing to hinder it, just like when God makes a decision, it's his ultimatum. And if you have an ultimatum that God's just the same, when them two comes together, Something's got to happen. Amen. If you have an ultimatum to say God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God can do anything that I am expecting. And the omnipotent God is saying, yes, I am ready to perform it. Something will happen. But Abraham says, it just can't keep from happening, see? And if your ultimatum is the same as God's, then something must take place. If God makes a statement, it's got to be that. Then when you take your stand that that is true, something has to take place. It's just got to. And men of all, in all ages, when they have heard the voice of God speaking to them, they have seen the supernatural. They have expected and lived their life expecting this to happen and never did it ever fail. They heard the voice of God and they started to expect that God was going to do it and it never failed. They never turned their focus away. They stayed in that channel. Amen. Amen. Church, we are at another junction. We are at another junction. We are at another junction where these bodies are going to change. We are at another junction. Amen. A junction where the word has become flesh. A junction where the world is falling apart. But Branham says this, the junction... Is that God always, before these great junctions, comes or ending of, of, of time 
where he starts something new, junction with the old to the new, with one dispensation to another, he always shows forth his power. Now take notice of that. Brother Branham says, when there comes a junction, when there comes a junction or the ending of time, where are we at? When there comes a junction or the ending of time, where he's starting at Newton, a junction with the old and the new, with at one dispensation to another, he always, not sometimes, not maybe, but he always shows forth his power. Is that man through the ages always break down and teaches away and explains away and gets away from the real living God. But just before, but just before he junctions and enters a new dispensation, he appears on the scene with great miraculous signs and wonders. He's always done it. And we are at another junction. What are we expecting? We are at another junction. And it said he always shows forward in his power. We had a junction where we, what is going to happen is the greatest thing that's ever happened in history. This is not about one person having a change of body. This is not one. This is a body. This is a whole group of body having a change this is a great junction. So how is God going to show forth his power? Are you with me? But the brother said there have been 200,000, 1,000 demons being released in this last age. Why? Because they know the junction that we are at. But the greater the junction, the greater the power, I believe. Amen. I believe God wants to show himself forth in a greater way than ever before. Amen. We are at another junction where I believe that there are scriptures and quotes that God wants to make real than ever before. That's the junction that we are at. Amen. Where God wants to make himself real in a greater way than ever before. Amen. How are we getting ready for it? How are we getting ready for it? Are we getting ready for it with division? Or with unity? Are we getting ready for it with, with anger and strive? Or with love? Are we getting ready for it with doubt and unbelief? Or with faith? How are we getting ready for it? We see the junction is here. Brother Branham said at every junction, he shows himself forward in a greater power. Now you may say, well, Brother Max, but, but that happened. That, that was when the seals opened and, and that is all over. Brother Branham said, we've been ushered into the bright age. In the Laodicean age. And this is the age that is going to have take a rapture. It's a great junction. And God doesn't change 
We just said, if we believe that he's the same, then he'll do the same. He is fixing to do the miraculous. Let's get ready for it. Amen. Let's get ready for it because he is fixing to do the miraculous. Let me say this, church. There is not another church age coming. There is not another bride coming. We are the last ones. If he's going to do the miraculous, this is the body he's got. This is the people he's got. We are the ones. No matter how you sit in here condemning yourself, saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, and I've done this. He doesn't care. You are what he's got. So you might as well clear that out of your mind because you are the hands he's got. You are the lips he's got. You are the feet he's got. Get rid of your condemnation and your guilt. He wants to use you. His blood is still fresh on Calvary. It still cleanses. It still washes. It is the last part of it. Amen. We believe we are living in a season where we can stand and say, this is that. This is that. Amen. Brother Branham will say again in the junction of time. He said, what was it? Was at a change in time, was at a junction road, and the great unchanging God, who was unchangeable, who performed those things at the junction of time, at the junction of time in the past, how much more will he do it now when all hell is set arrayed and the end time is here? Is that he's the same. He doesn't fail. Omnipotence meets the miraculous. Certainly. Is that the unsearchable, the unreasonable thinking of man can never comprehend the miraculous. You have to come in contact with omnipotence. Then when you do that, you are in contact with the supernatural. Your life changes, your thinking changes, your mind changes, you've made a difference, your sicknesses vanish, God's great power moves in. Oh, the verb was the time we need to come in contact with the only importance of his name. It changes our minds, it takes away all the doubts, it takes away all the fears. If there ever was a time to come in contact with a great omnipotence, it is now. And the only way you can come in contact with him is by the Holy Ghost. That's the only way that we can come in contact with the omnipotence. And you may say, but, 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 but I, oh, I've already received the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Get more of it. Get more of it. It is free. Get more of it. You say, but I don't even have it. It is here. It is not a great work, but it is here. You can receive it. It gave it to you. It is a gift that is given to you. If you can believe and receive it. It's yours. He's here for that purpose, to get in contact with you. You are his bride. He wants to get in contact with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk to you. Could you imagine Brother Andrew go living somewhere else and Sister Melissa living somewhere else? He wants to talk to you. He wants to get in contact with you. 
Brother Brown said he wants to give you the more. The Holy Ghost more than you wanted. While the word was being preached, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Why? They were under expectation. They had the Peter is coming. They had had many things concerning Peter. And they got together in that place under expectation. What is he going to preach tonight? What is he going to preach? What is he going to speak on? They were under expectation that evening or that morning, whatever it was, in that building. They were expecting to hear the words that Peter had to say. And when Peter started to preach, they were not distracted. They were tuning with Peter. They were believing what Peter was saying. They were receiving what Peter was saying. And they received it so much by faith till it came to a place where they became what Peter was preaching. They became what Peter was preaching. They became the Jesus that Peter was preaching. Let me say this, church. You are sitting here tonight, and the word is going for. Listen, you may look at me and say, it's not me. It is him. And if we can stay tuning, we will become what he's saying. We will become what he's saying. They become what Peter was preaching. And the Holy Ghost fell. They weren't even baptized. But the Holy Ghost fell. Why? Because they were under expectation. Brother Branham will say, the Patmos vision. He said, now man, I, I, I was going to choke it, but he said, I'm going to say it. He said, man is omnipotent. He said, you don't believe that? But he is. A man that's fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. A man that is fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Did not he say in Mark eleven twenty two, whatever things you say and don't die in your heart, it'll come to pass? You can have what you've said. What happens when two omnipotents meet? When God and man comes together through him and important, something has got to shake. Whatsoever you would say, with that creative power of omnipotence, God, knowing that he's promised it, and he said, and it is in his word, it creates a power that goes out beyond them and brings the tent to pass. Tens that is not, it makes them as though they are, because two omnipotence have met. There he stands. Oh, isn't he wonderful? Because two omnipotents have met. A man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. And it's the omnipotent that will bring the miraculous. So what are we supposed to do? Fully surrender. Fully surrender. This means my thought is done away. My own thinking and my own reasoning and my own this and my own that and this is the way I believe and this is my opinion and this is my thought about it and if all the prophets said, but this is what I think and this is that and this is done away. You with me? Fully 
surrendered. When a man is getting arrested and he's got a gun pointed at him and he raised up his hand, he literally saying, I am fully surrendered. He's not going to fight back. Whatever they're going to do, they'll do it to him. Fully surrendered. That is what will bring the miraculous. Fully surrendered. Still attracted to this, still attracted to that. Let it go. Let it go. Let's lose our mind. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. They lost their mind. To the point where they said, these people are drunk. What was happening? The miraculous was taking place. The miraculous was taking place. It's time to lose our mind. Lose our thinking. It's time for me to lose my mind. Lose my thinking. For the miraculous to perform itself. It was in the Bible a story, amen. It had not rained for about three and a half years. And you know, there was a prophet in the land with the name of Elijah. And for three and a half years it had not rained. But there was a man that was in contact with God. There was a man that had come to a place where when he put in had taken control of his life. Amen. And though it hadn't rained, and, he, and the Lord came and spoke to Elijah and said, Elijah, I want you to go forward and I want you to meet Ahab, who was the king of Israel at that time. And he said, I want you to go tell him that I'm going to bring rain upon the earth. Now, that was God's spoken word through the prophet. And he said, listen, you go, you're in contact with me. In those days, God will take a man and use him. But today, he's taking you and me and using us. And I said, go and tell them there is rain coming. Rain is going to come. Amen. Now, we remember before that happened, there was a showdown on Mount Carmel. And on that mountain, God proved that he is God. He proved that he is the almighty God. He proved that there is no other God that can stand against him. Are you with me? He proved it, amen. And at that showdown, God showed that he is really God. And every, every God of Balaam was torn down. Everyone that worshipped the God of Balaam was slain. And after the showdown, the prophet told Ahab, listen Ahab, you can go home, you can go eat, you can go drink, because I can hear the abundance of rain. Are you with me? He said, I can hear the abundance of rain. There is rain coming because the Lord said so. Oh, hallelujah. He said, there is rain coming because the Lord said so. The word of God had went forward. It couldn't be stopped. Let me say to you, church, the word of God has gone forward. It cannot be stopped. Amen. Satan can put all he wants in the middle of this wheel. It's going to break whatever he put in him. Because the wheel has already started. It's already in motion. And it's heading to a certain direction. 
Amen. There is no way that the enemy is going to stop him. This bride will take a rapture. This bride will come to maturity. This bride will be, oh hallelujah. This bride will be an invincible army. You can't stop it. The word has gone forward. The rain is to follow. Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Oh, I feel religious right now. Oh, glory be to God. He cannot stop it. Amen. We spoke it some time ago. Satan can't stop the music. He cannot stop the music. It has already started. The symphony has already started to play. Oh, hallelujah. The conductor has already started moving. You are playing your part. The music is not going to end until that triangle player hits that little one. Are you with me? You are the triangle player. Until you are done, we are not living this place. The symphony is not over until we play our part. Are you with me this evening? You are the triangle player, amen. You are the one that ends the symphony. The scripture says, they shall not be made perfect without you. Are you with me this evening? Oh, hallelujah. And you are at a junction. And God is saying, I am ready to move in a greater way than I've ever moved before. I need vessels to do that. There was a woman one time that, you know, in the scripture, the, the, the tax masters came and told her, we're going to take your kids. Now, she was the wife of a prophet. And so she went to the prophet, I think it was Elisha at that time, and, and said, well, Elisha, listen, this is my situation. And Elisha said to her, go and take vessels. Go and take vessels. Are you with me this evening, church? You are those vessels. He said, go and take vessels. And when you take those vessels, pour into them. Pour into them. Pour into them. And you know what she did? She got as many vessels as she could get. Let me say this to your church. God is getting as many vessels that he can get. And he's pouring into them. He's pouring into them. Oh, glory be to God. He's pouring into them. Oh, hallelujah. What was she in need of? She was in need of oil. Are you with me? She was in need of oil. But you said go pour. What did she pour on him? Water. Are you with me? What did she pour on him? The word. She started pouring the word. And the word. And the word. And what did the word become? It became spirit. Oh, glory be to God. The word became spirit. And the spirit became life. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Have we got vessels in this building this evening? He wants to pour. Glory be to God. He wants to pour. Oh, hallelujah. And Elijah. And Elijah went. After he said there's coming an abundance of rain. And Elijah went and, and he said he went back up on the main Carmel. And he said he put his face between his feet. And he told a servant, go and look. Oh, Man, oh goodness. 
Oh, goodness. Help me preach. He said, go and look. He said, go and look. And he went to look. And when he went to look, oh, man, I tell you, the Lord is moving. When he went to look, he came back and he said, we can't see anything. And he said, go look again. Go look again. And he went to look again. And I said, but I can't see anything. And I said, but go look again. And he went to look again. And I said, I can't see anything. Do you know what was happening? Malachi chapter 4 said, Behold, I sent to you Elijah the prophet to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the heart of the children back to the fathers. Are you with me? What was that supposed to bring? That was supposed to bring us back again to our full inheritance. Amen. Bring us back to the Garden of Eden again. To where our title deed was restored back to us. Our abstract title deed was restored back to us. Amen. Now you know what happened. Paul went and looked. Are you with me? Paul, the first messenger, he went and he looked. And when he looked, he said, it is not yet. But there's going to come a shout. And there's going to come a voice. And then there's going to come a trump. Are you with me? Paul went and looked. Oh, church. He went and looked and he said, it is not yet, but a shout is going to come. A voice is going to come and a trump is going to follow. And after he went to look, Irenaeus went to look. And when Irenaeus went to look, he said, it is not yet time. Are you with me? He said, it is not yet time. And then Martin, he went to look. And Martin went to look and he said, you know what? Let me take a look here. Brethren, it's not yet time. It is not yet time. And then Columbus, he went to look. It is not yet time. It is not yet time. And then Luther, he went to Logan and knew to search and search and search. And he said, no, it is still not yet time. And then Wesley came. And Wesley went to look. Wesley said, but, but the promise was given. Where is it at? And he looked, and he was hoping to see it. He thought sanctification was it. And he looked, and almost disappointed, he said, Brethren, it is still not yet time. Hallelujah. You know, the servant that Elijah sent, that servant went until the seventh time. At the seventh time, when the servant went to look, oh glory be to God. At the seventh time, when the servant went to look, he saw something rising. He saw something rising. When he went to look the seventh time, and at a voice of the seventh angel, oh hallelujah. When he went to look, 
when he went to look, he saw a cloud. He saw a cloud. It was 26 miles high and it was 26 miles across. And he turned on the look and he said, He's here. He's arrived. Oh, hallelujah. He said, He's arrived. When he looked, he saw the cloud. He saw his face. And he said to the people, he said to the bride, there is an abundance of rain. We shall see the miraculous. There's coming an abundance of rain. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. And instead of making his way east, instead of making his way east to declare, to declare to the people, he has arrived. Oh, hallelujah. And instead of preaching, say she's an invincible army. And she said she would do the greater work. And she said she is spotless. She is sinless. Oh, hallelujah. She will be another book of the Acts. Hallelujah. She will be the final voice. What was he doing? He was declaring an abundance of rain that was coming upon the bride. He was the wave chief, meaning that there was more to come. Are you with me? There was more to come. Oh, we shall see the miraculous church. We shall see the miraculous. It is not over yet. It is not over yet. This is the last run. This is the last people. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The word has gone forward. The word has gone forward. The miraculous is fixing to happen. God is fixing to move in a greater way in your life like never before. Oh, hallelujah. Get the vessels ready. Empty the vessel, church. Empty the vessels. He's ready to pour an abundance of rain. It is the season of the abundance of rain. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. You worship him this evening. Worship him this evening. He's here to pour the abundance of rain. We shall see the miraculous. Bride of Christ, it is your season. It is your hour. It is your time. Omnipotent, speak the word. Speak the word. Oh, hallelujah. It is your time, church. It is your season, church. 
Oh, glory be to God. He is here. He has shown himself. He has revealed himself to you. Oh, receive him, church. Oh, hallelujah. The impossible is here. What is it that has been in your life that has been so hard to overcome? You were standing in the presence of God. You were standing in the presence of the Almighty. Speak the word. He shall perform the miraculous. He shall perform the miraculous. What is your need tonight? What is your cry tonight? Oh, hallelujah. The musicians made you make the way up. Brother John, come sing that song for us again. Oh, hallelujah. Make your declaration this evening. Make your declaration this evening. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He is here. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. Don't you doubt. Don't you doubt. Push away the doubt. Don't you fear. The omnipotent God is making himself known to you. He's saying, I'm ready to perform it. If you can only believe it. You've got someone on your heart. Yes. Send the Holy Ghost to chase them up. Hallelujah. Your son is in the world. Send the Holy Ghost after them. Your daughter is in the world. Send the Holy Ghost after them. You've got a family member that is sick. Send the Holy Ghost. Speak the word. Stop crying. Speak the word. That is what the message came to do. To restore back to you the spoken word. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let's stand on our feet this evening. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, church, what are you expecting tonight? What are you expecting tonight? I am expecting a church that is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. That is what I am expecting. A church where God is living. A church where God is real. A church where young people are set on fire for God. Hallelujah. That is what I am expecting. What are you expecting? A church where cancer can be dissolved. Yes. That is what I am expecting. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let's sing, Brother John. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You said that when we ask we will receive do you believe that we take you at your word so lord we're asking you said your people will do greater things do you believe that we believe it we believe, believe. we 
will see miracles. We will see giants fall. We'll walk on water. This is your kingdom come. This is the battle won. This is revival. That's what he said. We won't back down. We know that you are able. Yes, Lord. You said your people will do greater things. Hallelujah. We believe and we believe. You declare. We will see miracles. Oh, hallelujah. We will see giants fall. This is the battle won. This is revival. We will see miracles. The whole earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. You are His glory. Like the waters cover the sea. You are His glory. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, the whole earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Like the waters cover the sea. The whole earth will be filled. Oh, the whole earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. Like Like the waters cover the sea, we will see His glory. And we will see Your glory. We will see Your glory. We will see Your glory. Oh, we will see. Giants fall, we'll walk on water. Oh, 
This is the battle won't come. This is the battle won. This is revival. Oh, we will see miracles. Oh, we will see miracles. Oh.